When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everybody, it's the Royal Blue Podcast on our first post-game verdict effort. Me, Greg O'Keefe, Phil Kirkbride, the Everton correspondent, and Tony Scott. We've all just got back from Goodison Park, a very happy, upbeat Goodison Park, after the 1-0 victory over Stoke City. Um, plenty of good uh, talking points, and uh, you know, plenty of good, uh, positive mood, really, as, as we left Walton. But Phil, overall, I think it was just a, a case of to see an Everton defence as a unit defend and see out a match. How many times last season we've been talking about game management and not seeing games out, not bringing the right substitutions on. And it, 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 just, it makes you like, I spoke to a lot of the fans after the whistle and they were, they were so excited and they couldn't wait to be back at Goodison again once more. And it's just so opposite of last season. It's just a guy in midfield, excellent once again. I think the, the centre-back there, the, the Phil Jagielk and Ashley Williams has only gone to blossom even more. They'd be, they think they've been playing together all, all their lives. The two full-backs, Baines and Aldate, brilliant. And Stechenberg, the goalkeeper, he's, he's proven everyone wrong. You look as if he was just brought in for backup, but I see he, he wouldn't, wouldn't hold on anything against him being out on the ball for the season. The only thing that I'd, I'd like to say about, obviously, offensively, we don't seem to be the best and... That's what Ronald Koeman, he keeps on addressing all the time that that time will come eventually. But as far as I'm I'm happy with this, we've got basically seven points now from nine. And that, that's great. And we're through to the next round of the cup. And long may it continue. Yeah, I mean, tremendous in, in that regard. Um, Phil, they still really need another option for, uh, not necessarily replacing Ron, but certainly to, to offer some striking support. Kone came on, did all right, did fine, held the ball up. Actually, he held the ball up better than Lukaku for this, you know, the second game in a week. However, that you can see why he's trying to sign Perez from Deportivo, why they've been linked with uh, Gabinini at Napoli. We need another striker, don't we? Yeah, because you know, that's the, that's the one kind of uh, Rome, it takes that pressure off Rome. You 
playing two proven goal scorers that suddenly create more problems for Stoke. They can just they can just gather round Rob and try and block him off and you know double mark him, etc. So you create problems on both sides of the pitch. There, I've got, got that. Uh, Again, no, you um, you made a very telling comment when Cody. Did I? <laughs> very rare these days. It does happen. Mark my words. Kone, uh, again, did nothing wrong on that, didn't have a patronising chance, he did fine, but there was a, a, a point in which if he didn't have any pace though, ah, yeah, yeah. and that's exactly, it was second half, first in, and really if he'd been quick, he was capitalising on yeah, one-on-one, yeah. and that's exactly the type of player that uh, Kuhn's looking for at the moment. Yeah, pace, you know, no coincidence that Steve Walsh is, is kind of helping mould that search in the sense that Perez has been filled with the Spanish Vardy, wasn't he? And in those sorts of games, pace is going to get you behind, isn't it, on the counter-attack. We've got it with Ron, we've got it for Lassie on the other side, but obviously Morales is tired, the manager has to make a, a, a sub, he brought Kone on. Now, Kone's 31, 32, he just doesn't have the, the extra half-yard, extra yard, just to get him away from the defence. If he did,
looked weirdly kind of as if he was going to be a bit off the pace, clicked into gear. And again, he was, we were talking about whether or not he was an 8 or a 9 out of 10, weren't we? Yeah, yeah. And that was no hyperbole, he was tremendous. He does, like you say, it's the breaking up of the play and then the giving it. And, and it's always simple, it's always unflashing. It's usually forward. He just keeps the play going. He's much, much stronger than his kind of quite slim build would suggest, isn't he? he you know, Got a lot of that build, Greg. We've seen that, um, a chest in the 90th oh, minute. Oh, a chest. <laughs> this is in the 90th minute when Stoke were having a go. Yeah. And he just chests the ball down to Gareth Barry. Was it? Yeah. Tremendous. That's right, 7 million. I mean, I, I'm, we're going to find ourselves saying this all season, aren't we? Yeah, he looks a steam, I think. In that brief period where Stoke had a lot of the ball, also had more position than we had earlier in the game. And we're trying to press and, and, and look for a comeback. When the ball was dropping on the edge of the area, or it, you know, it was going, just breaking it up, it puts it in their rhythm, and you can't really emphasise how important that is because you know, Stoke have to go back, start getting everything and get settled just because guys are just in there, in there, you know, all over the place, just nipping in. You know, he might not fully win the ball all the time, but he's stopping their rhythm, and it's so important. And I also think. Obviously, it's the biggest talking point of the game, the penalty. Uh, well, I look, I've, I've just sat through Cooman uh, and Marky, who's both basically said it was a harsh penalty. Cooman, very magnanimous, said he'd be gutted if it was given into his team. He said, again, that key word that's coming out of the first three games, consistency. He said Cooman made a very good point in the Liverpool game at White Hart Lane. He said the referee was giving players the benefit of the doubt and actually saying to do that again and it's a penalty. Whereas you've got Michael Oliver, one of the best referees in the Premier League for me, yeah. you no warning to bars, which straight away just gives a penalty. I thought Koeman, was Koeman seemingly was, was sympathetic to, to Stoke. He looked like to me that he was nudge. And then stripped him. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. um, you've been clumsy. Yeah. Mark Hughes suggested that Phil Bardsley, and he would stick up to his player, Phil Bardsley was saying. Yeah. He was happy last season when he got the last minute penalty on John Stone. Saying that Bardsley said. Basically, Williams had shipped himself up and there was no contact. We'll see for ourselves on match of the day. Look, all right then, Phil, if, if that had been given against us, you're not thrilled, right? No, but for me, it's like it's a beautiful thing. What I will say is, it will be the talking point to some extent elsewhere because that is in no way the defining point. Everything deserves three points. Yes. Okay then, you know, being generous in that respect to say, yes, Everton may have been looking to get the penalty and yes, he's fortunate in the, the way the penalty. Given was far busier of the goalkeepers. There was some stunning save there, especially off Ross Barkley in the second half. Well, Jake Given that. was outstanding today. So Everton fully, fully deserved their win today. The crowd played a part as well. Manager played his part. And what was interesting, I've noticed in the, two, the previous two games, Donald Cummins on the pitch 
after the whistle, and he's applauding the support. I think the support has got to be willing to maybe stay behind for maybe a minute or two after the whistle as well and applaud the fans, uh, applaud the team and the manager because he's sending the right signals out. So I want to ask you about Yannick Balassi. £25 million, the club's record signing. There were some good things, in my opinion, some very, very good things. Some things that, you know, weren't that convincing about him. Very early days, I think he's going to be a top winger for us. Some of his deliveries are outstanding. But for me, for that fee, he needs to do a little bit more. And hopefully when he's settled in, he will. But what did you make of his, of his performance? This was his home league debut and league debut, wasn't it? It was, say, what the match ratings? You, I, I make this, I give him a six seven, or a seven. A seven, a seven you gave him, yeah. I, I think, yeah, he probably justified that. There was some flashes of brilliance here and there, but... Don't forget, he's got only going to get better when he adjusts to the Ronald Keeman way of playing. He's been under Alan Pardew for the past couple of uh, past couple of months. So I think for me, Balassi's going to be more of an outlet, not at Goodison Park. Yeah. He'll be more of an outlet when we're playing away from home in the big stadiums, Anfield, Old Trafford, etc. You can leave him on the halfway line and then go for that second and third killer goals. I think, I think uh, credit for credit spot on there, I spoke to the fans outside the ground and the players aren't getting carried away, the managers and the fans certainly aren't. Do you think for a team who, who've won two games and drawn the other, sitting there second in the Premier League with a couple of quid to spend going into the transfer window, you think they're again above themselves but they're not, the fans are realistic, all they want to see is an improvement on last season and when speaking to them they say basically saying top ten finish, top eight, top six, maybe anything about, maybe anything around that, that's what they're setting for. So as long as they can see improvements, the, the fans are there. Chelsea 
Top four being spoken of elsewhere, not in Goodison, I think it's um, it's 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 satisfaction, it's optimism, but it's guarded and it's measured. You know, we've had a tra traumatic by many ways the last couple of seasons, certainly last season of Goodison. It's just nice to get back to winning ways more than anything else. Thanks for listening. We'll be back in the early part of the week. There'll be a post transfer window podcast special, and uh, keep across this website, and uh, you can follow this. Yeah, good up podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and you can get to the links through all our Twitters. Thanks for listening. See you next week.